0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome to 51 First
1: Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs)
2: Alright, welcome to our podcast. I'm Kimmy. I'm Liza. And this is called 51 First Dates. It is. Yeah. So, um... I
1: feel like I have to say, like, I'm just in a weird, mildly hungover zone, and I feel like I'm gonna be weird this
2: whole episode. No, I, I feel like, I mean, I appreciate that realness. I'm not hungover. But I feel I'm having some, like, weird life anxieties. So yeah. So I feel charged in a different way. I don't feel super peppy, but I'm going to try really <laughs> hard. i are going to have make.
1: a mellow, mellow yeah. recording sesh. We're sitting on the floor of my bedroom. Yep. Maybe
2: it's this, like, new locale. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Let's say that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Because once this comes out, this... The podcast is out, so we hope some of you are listening, but if you're listening right now, thank you so much. Yes. Um, we appreciate it. Very appreciated. So, let's run down what we're going to do today. How does that sound? Sounds fucking great. Cool. I would love to start with some...
1: I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> in such a weird mood. It's going to be weird. It's just going to be weird. I think it's good that great. it's going to be
2: weird. Okay. Let's, like, be real.
1: I yeah, slept like, so little last night, and I, like, I couldn't sleep because I felt weird, and I watched... Like I just watched. I watched. Did you watch Lady Gaga Five Foot Two, the documentary? Oh, was that good? It was good. It was. I feel like it got overhyped for me, and okay. so when I watched it, it was a little bit of a letdown. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was really powerful, but I think I was expecting to like cry and weep and feel all these things. And like, it was. Everyone's like, it's so. Di- it's a different like documentary, and like, it wasn't. It was like. It was really good. It was really good. I'm sorry, I didn't know rockumentary was a term, or did you just make that up? No, it's a thing. (laughs) Oh
2: my god, I don't know why it makes me cry. Yeah,
1: it's like a whole genre. Like rockumentaries, you know.
2: Obviously, I was gonna explain what they were, but I got it. I like to play on words. It's very fun. I just, (laughs) I I I want to. Did did you just make that up? Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah. So anyway, that's all. Cheers to being weird. Like. Well, you know what? Maybe we're just being paranoid, which is our theme for today. Oh,
0: shit. Oh, okay, so this <laughs> is what
2: we're going to do today, guys. We're going to do a little housekeeping, and then we'll do the taxicab confessions, which has nothing to do with the porn show on HBO for any of you newcomers. It's just a porn show? It's like a... Maybe it's not full porn, but it's on like late night HBO. They, like... Yeah, so well, it's, yeah, I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> oh my god, it's like uh, have you just been refing that sh- that porn show or whatever? Like oh, I just software stole the it. whole time. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. I don't know. I I've never really seen it. I I think people get in the back of a taxi cab. Maybe it's not porn, but yeah. it's like they tell it, their driver. Like I've seen clip like bits Sexy, of it. Whatever. I had no idea that that was a ref. I, I honestly was just a little catchy oh, phrase. <laughs> nope. Well, we'll look it up. Well, well, it it fits. Um, but yeah. For so basically as the premise would have it, and going on these 51 dates. I'm only at date four, and last week we had a really awesome guest on, Amelia Diamond of Man Repeller, but I, my timeline was fucked, and I had to take myself on a date, which is embarrassing and sad. So we have dates three and four that we're going to talk about. I went on two to make up for it. With two different people, so date, date,
1: a date with number three and a date with number four? Yes. Cool.
2: And then... Yeah, we can chat about our theme of paranoia. Awesome. And then we're going to wrap up with for worst and best, but worst I think today, today we're <laughs> just
1: going to read a couple worst, because,
2: like, the best are lovely, but, like, they're not as fun. And by best and worst, we mean best first dates or worst first dates. Please keep sending them. It's so fun to read them, and they're really funny. Send your worst first date. You they are be... making my days. Yeah. I, like, I got one, and
1: I was I was cackling on the subway reading one we got that we're not going to share today but we are going to share in the future because it like they're so delicious and literally everyone has them and I feel like I keep asking people at bars like what's your worst first date and everyone everyone's response to that question is like buckle up I got a story for you like everyone's got a story so like please send them because they're the best ever
2: (laughs) and I just realized I had my worst date maybe ever as one of it was date Three. Oh, my God. Um, so this is perfect. That Jeez. we're reading some worse. I can't wait to once. hear about <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, it's in the grant. After reading a lot of these, I'm like, oh, I've had it so easy. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hit me with that cat house- house- Housekeeping. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, can we do housekeeping? Well, here's the thing. I'm having a paranoia. So the other day, I was in my neighborhood, and I had... Written an article online, which I know this is all of my own doing, about um, women's uh, first online date experiences. Mm -hmm. And so that was fun, collecting those, too. Maybe we should read some of those. And at the beginning, I mentioned my first online date, which was probably in 2014, with this guy who I'd actually already met in real life and, yeah, just didn't go anywhere. I used nice language, but it was a little bit identifiable because he owns a hot sauce shop and I just don't think that many people do. Interesting. So obviously no names, nothing like that, but I run to this guy in the street with my friends. Uh, we're all, like, sitting on a sidewalk in Greenpoint grabbing a beer. They have a baby, and he comes over and says hi to them. And then I was like, oh, I read your article. And I was like, my stomach? I've never been more uncomfortable, and it's all my own fault. And I wasn't mean about it. I just said I, I pretended I was a little sick and didn't go on a second date. Um... So that's not ideal. But again, so long ago, uh, what are the fucking oh chances? My God. He had a Google alert on, like, hot sauce purveyor. Because I was also making a joke about how I live in motherfucking Brooklyn, where, like, this where dude had sold me a hot sauce, hot sauce prior. Yeah, yeah, it's just a whole thing. Because, like, I just felt like I had to give a little bit of my... Anyway, I'm having weird qualms about writing on the internet, about dating kinds of things. And I just... Then I started feeling a little paranoid because... I also think, uh, and we'll talk about it in a second, I want to play you my, like, taxicab confessions, which, just to be clear, like, just for anyone who's new, I, like, make myself record a little voice note for Liza and you guys on my way home from the date, just so I, it's, like, fresh in my mind, my first reactions. But anyway, I've just been a little paranoid that, like, Googling me is not a good look, and this podcast is not a good look, but also, you know... Yep. I have the impulse to want to quit, and I don't think we are being mean or... I feel this weird shame about having it, and I'm wondering if I shouldn't, which I know this is going to sound really weird and crazy at first, tell people ahead of time in the spirit of, like, disclosure. Like, say... So bear with me, because I know this makes it like, well, then it's not an experiment, but saying something like... Like, I feel the anxiety, sorry, right now as I'm talking about it, but saying something like... Hey, just FYI, I am doing this project for work um, where I am doing I'm going on 50 dates. Like of course, we don't use details or names and yeah. like if you have no desire to go on the date anymore, like no worries. Like we would like we could cover it too. Like they wouldn't be paying. I don't know the language. Like what do you think? What are your thoughts? Um First of all, it's 51 dates.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm fucking, I'm just kidding. I'm being an asshole. copyright. Um, I'm being what, what I've been calling butthead. I'm using the term butthead a lot. I just think it's such a great term. Okay. I like it. Um, I think let's try it. I mean, why don't you just try it with date number five and see how it goes? And then we can talk about it next week and see, like, how, if it changed the dynamic and um if it, felt less, like, genuine or how people reacted to it. You know? Like, I think it's,
2: like, in the spirit of all of this, like, we can just fucking try it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because it probably will just make it that much harder. Yeah. But it feels weird, like, withholding something, too. Not like I'm, like, writing tell-alls about these dates. Like, yeah. I just...
1: No, it's a weird situation to be in. But I think also it's not that weird... If you, if you are talking to someone and you're like, hey, I write about dating on the internet. I do a podcast about dating. Just FYI, no one. Mm. I I never identify anyone by anything that they could, you know, that could be traced
2: back to them, except for hot sauce purveying. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I, I fucked that one up. I mean, no, I know it's okay. again, all this anxiety is my own making. It's, it's fine. You, um, you weren't saying anything mean about it, you know? No, he fine. was. Uh, it was a really nice date, and it was a long time ago, and it just didn't work out, and I I get a little sassy sometimes, but yeah. yeah.
1: No, I think that like, try it. When you talk to number five, just be like, hey, FYI, this is what's up. Like, it's like a real date. Like, I'm not, whatever. It's just there's Mm -hmm. a chance it's gonna get obliquely talked about, like, online or on my podcast. And if he's like, I'm not interested, then be like,
2: fair. You know? Like, that's fair. That's everybody's right. Totally. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah, that's what the couple I was with when we ran into this guy... Uh, said, including the husband, he was like, "Yeah, you know, just like be front, because otherwise you're going to feel like you're holding something back."
1: Yeah, and I trust that couple's moral judgment so much; they're such good people. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's
2: the it's it's yeah like, yeah yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: No, I just <laughs> no I, just we mouthed, shout out to I them. mean, it doesn't matter. They're our <laughs> friends; they're not going to care if we use their first names. But I literally just mouthed their names because I'm again, it's gonna be fucking weird today. <laughs>
2: I thought I had something in my teeth and you were telling me to, like, get it off, which wouldn't make sense because we're alone right now, other than your puppy. Um, And I'm
1: filthy. Like, I smell, like, an ashtray and I look disgusting. I'm pretty gross, too.
2: It's a good thing about podcasting. We have
1: the smell of radio. I put on deodorant, like, five minutes ago. Um, and it's afternoon. This is why I'm single. <laughs> you, yeah, you're in good shape. Uh, all right. So I think that's a, I feel like that, I feel good about that. Okay. Give it a try and then we'll talk about it next week. And it's, you know, all along we've just been like, we're going to just feel this out and we're going to keep just feeling it out and
2: you know. Cool. All right. So yeah. Th- 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 I'm just having stresses and you might be looking at this little, um, you may be looking at this little note sheet. And wrote, uh, see, I wrote Eric Bigger on it. And I really wanted to tell you this. This is... Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric
1: Bigger, a.k.a. <laughs> the, the hottie. The babest babe of all time from this season of The
2: Bachelorette. Yeah. Who came in third. He came third. in third. Ugh. And again, I saw two episodes of The Bachelor pretty much ever, but I fell in love with him. And I follow him on Instagram. And he was in... This is a little bit ago now. But I, I just wanted to tell you so badly, and I don't know why. I knew we nothing was going to happen. But I was like, ugh. Hashtag dreams. Like, this is my new type. Um, he was in New York, and I was out with friends, and I was like, come to Commodore. It's the best bar in Williamsburg. And he actually replied. Like, I, you know when you just sent to a, a celebrity, you just like... Yeah. And he was like, question mark? And I was like, it's a great bar. And then it was like, yeah, I love it. He said something else that was... I uh, guys, he is so hot. There's no, there's not. There was nothing like going that direction. But in my dreams, like we were a bigger podcast, and we could be like, "Will you be one of our dates?" Or oh if I were like a God. model and doing this podcast, and be like, "Would?" Because oh he God. was like chatty for a minute. I'm sure he just replies to all of his fans and. But it was just really fun to have a DM oh my from God. him. I was like, ooh. I feel
1: like this is, like, such big news to me. Because I <laughs> yeah. love Eric. The fact, when she booted Eric, I mean, let's not even fucking get into that lady's decision making. Mm-hmm. I take real issue. Which, yeah, you know. I mean, that was... So does the world. America was not happy with Rachel. Yeah. But it's fine.
2: Um, But he was... That Back. was a knife to the heart, that breakup. I know. And I just, like, he had finally said, I love you. He had never had a serious relationship. I just oh felt my God. for him. I, I felt, I was, like, same here. And, like, <sighs> this is, and, like, when, when
1: she, he brought her around his family, like, the comfort level was so much better than with any of the other guys around her, his family. Like she just was like I was like seemed so relaxed and I was yeah, like, I didn't oh see that. yeah. I was like, oh my God, she's definitely gonna pick this guy because like I feel like that's a thing when when people actually when these when these really choreographed bachelor people actually seem relaxed, which doesn't happen that often. And I was like, oh my God, but this has happened in the past, whatever. I also decided I made a, a big life decision that I'm gonna stop watching the franchise.
2: Yeah, fuck that. I liked I, I my can't. my little tiny streak. It was yeah. fun. But then, like, it's dumb. I've only watched two
1: seasons. I've watched three seasons. And then two seasons of Paradise. And I just was like, all right. I I get so sucked in. I waste so many
2: hours. And I just need to stop. Well, it's mindless. It, you, it distracts you from all the terrifying things in the world. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I, I mean, I always was anti, and then I watched a couple episodes, and now I'm DMing one of the stars of it, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, is, like, it's, it's a
1: freak show, and, like, I get sucked in because it's a freak show, and I am on this weird train of, like, let me watch these crazy people with insanely inflated self-esteem get, you know, demolished on national TV. It's so dark that I get into it. So now instead, I just binge watch seasons of Top Chef on Hulu. That's best. <laughs> because I'm like, this is at least skilled
2: competing. Food. I just always wish you could taste the food. I That's know. My, That's my the problem. tough thing
1: about Top Chef. But it's also like, ugh, I just, I don't know. I love it. I have a weird crush on Tom Colecchio.
2: Uh, I think <laughs> he was on Mark Marin or something recently. Yeah, you were telling me about yes. this. I think Listen. he's a babe. I love like a bald guy with blue
1: eyes. Yeah, great vibes <laughs> yeah. too. All right. Well, after that really important conversation, we <laughs> please have please tell me about questions. your dates? Okay, yeah, let's do them. Um, okay. I'm going to do them in the in a row because I actually I don't. Okay, we're talking about these concurrently, or or I don't really know if I know what that should word should I. Are we going to talk about three then four? Or are we going to Consecutively? Just, yeah, let's talk about three and then let's talk about four. Should I play them gonna in gonna a row? Confusing. Or no, no, just play three and okay. then we'll talk about three and then play good. four. and We'll talk about four.
2: Ugh. Okay. Fuck. I'm angry and. I've never been angry after a date. And, um, yeah, I'm walking again. I don't know. It's, again, the stupid East Village thing where I take the L to Bedford because whatever. If I'd had a great date, I would have just taken an Uber home. But basically, here's my taxi cab confession. This dude sucked. And, like, this actually wasn't the one we we thought would be maybe Trumpy, but this was Trumpy AF. Actually, that's not true. I have no idea who he voted for, but... Oh, he made me tell him my GMAT score, and then got like weirdo, like, just, bro, chill. Um, I wish I could have just left, which I did pretty soon. So, anyway, I will talk to you about this in person, but I just wanted you to hear the anger in my voice, okay? Like, I have the angry, slit eye, slit mouth emoji face that I'm gonna text you right now. Ugh.
1: I love so many things. The first is that it started with, uh, that was the first noise. And then also that there's some kind of like fiesta happening in the background. <laughs> like, well, what was that? Okay, wh- where was I walking? Was that on Mariachi I was in
2: Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah. How did I not notice that happening? Like, I, I was like racking my brain to think of what on earth that was. Um, I also have to stop just like telling everyone exactly where I live. Um, I have no idea what that was. It sounded like a lot of fun. More fun than your date. More more fun than
1: my date. I should have gone and done that. Okay, so wait, first of all, remind remind everybody who date number three is. Date number three,
2: uh you I picked him out. Picked him out. Sorry. But I'm trying to think, I don't think it's one okay, so basically in in this experiment, guys, it's and ladies, it's been hard to actually make the timing work out, as any of you who are dating know, like it's hard for Liza to pick one and then me guarantee that we're going to actually follow through even if we're texting. It's hard. And oh, I'll even follow sure. up, but you don't want to follow up multiple times with a stranger, you know. Yeah. It's just been weird. So I think this was actually someone I, this was who I think I was canceled on the date prior. Something, it was like, oh, oh, I know what it was. This was one of the guys I reached out to when I realized last week that I was not going to make the date in time for us recording with Amelia. Okay. And I kind of went on a tear on the apps. And this was one of those guys. Okay. So actually you didn't pick this guy up. Okay. So he was... And I do think we took a look at him and basically he, like, looked cute. Went to school he went to a business school I took the GMAT he that kind of came up in text beforehand and then he arrived super super late sat down and was just it was like he immediately and this guy wasn't he also had a picture of him DJing I just want to remind you of that this was like a last minute I think I showed you him and I was like this is who I'll Ugh, I, sh- I didn't like look that far okay. when I made this plan and I was really stressed I wouldn't have two dates. Was he apologetic about being late? What was he was, life? but he was more just angry. He was coming from First off, he asked me to meet in Midtown. Ew. I know. I'm not even trying to be it's not. Come on. Um there's like one good place there. And what is it? I forget. But I don't know. Sarah goes something. Dress. Malone. in Penn Station, No, I'm Yeah, tracks, yeah. It
1: there's was a like bar, the... there's a bar in Penn Station that our friend like loves. It's Called Very unusual. Tracks. Called tracks. But the New York Times has reviewed it, and they do have oysters, so... I had a great time there. Sarah and I
2: hung out in Penn Station. She
1: was That's... like... Oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's It's fun. It looks terrifying, but it's fun. Anywho, we love bars. Uh, yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm coming from Brooklyn, so no. No, I didn't say it in that snotty way. I was really nice. I was like, okay, cool. I'm coming from Bro- Brooklyn. Do you want to meet somewhere in between? I didn't know where he lived, but... So he was like, okay, maybe the East Village. I never come downtown anymore. And just for any of you who don't live in New York, that's normal. But it's not that crazy to pick a bar in the East Village because there are a million. And it's central... East Village is central for a
1: lot of people.
2: Yeah, and like, he was on the East Side, too. So yeah. we were... I was like, okay. Basically, then he was, like, waiting for a bus. He was just, like, t- t- texting me about why he was late in, like, an angry way. I was like, it's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. He had also, like, I gave a bar that is really cool called Goodnight Sunnies for us to go to, and he, he was, like, he ended up picking a bar one avenue over because it would be that much easier. It was just weird. Whatever. I sat down at the bar, grabbed a glass of wine because it was later. Um, it was getting later. And I just was like, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm totally chill. I have a glass of wine. I'll see you soon. He came in kind of hot. I think maybe bad day at work and maybe just, like, Speaking of paranoia, I was like, am I catfishing? Like, this has been a new fear, too, that we will talk about. He just, like, checked out another woman as he was walking in. The first thing he asked me is, so wait, I don't get it. Why are you going to business school? I thought you had a video production company. And I... It just was a little weird. He didn't maybe say it that snotty. He just kind of, like, started grilling me on why I would ever want to go to business school. And I I think I was just being pretty open, chatting with him about it. Basically... He ended up making me kind of tell him what I got on my GMAT and then was like, whatever, you'll get in. You're a woman. It, weird things Where like, I, he, nev- he said he never comes downtown anymore. He lives on the Upper East Side. He's a little older than us. He was very, uh, and again, then this is the one part where I just kind of lost my, he just kept telling me how I should be feeling about things. It was just really weird. Especially, like, don't go to business school. Like, who the fuck knows if I will, but calm the fuck
1: down. Yeah, it's that typical, like, I know. You don't know. I know. Like, I feel like it's just, it's, it's so fucking typical shit that men do to women all the time. I, I hate it. I hate that shit more than anything in the world. Where I'm like, you don't fucking know me. You don't know anything about me.
2: You don't know. Like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was just weird. And, like, maybe, and yeah, I was on his phone for a good chunk, but here no. was the kicker where I really lost it. I didn't lose it in the moment, but I so wanted to kind of just tell him, oh, this was a podcast. I got this. Why don't you go? Like, or, you know, I didn't, I'm not very good about getting out of the date. Yeah, it's hard. But I knew he, like, even though he was late, was, like, not wanting to stay. It was almost like, why did you come? Um, I also wasn't being, I'm being sassy now, but I was, I was on my better behavior. I can get sassy, but I was being, trying to be really, like, open. Almost, like, trying to be more of the, like, oh, I'm such a happy girl even though you're being annoying i should have just left uh way earlier we only had one drink so it wasn't even i did uh but he oh he told me about this essay question he had answered for business school applications and it was if you could go on a road trip with any three people dead or alive who would they be and that's fine. That's kind of interesting. It's a little heavy handed for a first date, but I was like, okay, whoa. And he was like, You tell me. And I was like, okay, let me think about this. Hold on. Can we do like one for one? I was just like but he was like, No, you've gotta give me three and you gotta tell me why. So it was again, totally fine, but it was like test happen. So I on the spot was like, uh, Obama. And then he was like, Whoa, not Clinton, meaning bill i think i'm assuming i don't think he meant hillary i would honestly (laughs) bet my life that he met bill yeah (laughs) yeah like and why and i was like well i feel like he's you know been very familiar with a lot of different parts of the u.s recently and on that road trip i also feel like he has a good sense of humor and taste in food like it would be he'd be a good companion then I said David Bowie on the spot, and it was immediately not John Lennon. I oh, was like, shut the God, fuck up, dude? Jesus fucking Christ! And then I said Jenny Sleet, and he didn't know who she was. And then he was like, "Well, I don't even remember what I answered." He basically just like trashed all my responses, and I was like, "Yeah, but also, it's a, like, ugh." Mm. Did he give you answers eventually? Yeah, and he, like, he definitely knew them. Like, he definitely he was like, oh, "I don't even remember what I put." It was shoot George Carlin, John Lennon. And someone, some other white dude from history, like longer ago. I can't believe I'm blanking on this one. Ugh. Because he even God. said to me, like, not like Louis XVI or something at one point. I was like, no, fine, fuck it. Like Cleopatra. I, I also was like, it's a road trip. I want everyone to be able to drive. And he was like, oh, that's so smart, blah, blah. Oh, I don't know. It was just such a weird moment. Again, this isn't like. A bad thing. It's not like he said something mean. It was just this weird dynamic of he made me answer this question. And then fucking shot on all of your Yeah. Choices. And I was like. I hate people. This isn't, this shouldn't be a business school application. It's a date. It was so weird. And he just, the asshole with the phone out vibe is so gross too. I hate and, it. And. I hate everything anyway. about this guy. All right. Yeah. I just was like, fuck that shit. So how did it end? Just we just walked. by. Nice I pretended you. I had to go a different way than I
0: did. <laughs> oh, he was, like, shit. clearly
2: walking up to the L or something, and I was like, oh, got, I'm going this way. Yeah. Yeah. And then I... So, yeah, I can't believe that's, like, my worst date, but I really, again, as one who's newer to going on dates more often, I feel like I, like, spent a lot of time... If you're playing catch-up, yeah, I just had dated people for chunks of time, rather than, like, doing this, like, going out on more dates, where I'm, like, wow. So, yeah, this sucks. You just, Ew. like...
1: I mean, it's just gross. Like, it, he just sounds like he wasn't nice. Like, he wasn't that's nice. That, like, yes. like, you don't want to go out with people who aren't nice, who aren't interested, who are looking at their phones, who are criticizing you when they don't know you, like, who aren't open to your vibe, who aren't mm-hmm. open to you, to... the Answers you give to questions they ask to think you know, it's not a good Yeah look. So all right. Done. Bye, bye bye number bye three. Bye. Do Why don't we talk four. about number
2: four? Okay. I will put no, I think this is right. I should really title these better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was a little tipsy, so this one we'll play. I can't it. Wait. We'll find out. Alright. So to be super confessional in this taxi cab confession. Uh, I am not in a taxi, nor am I on the street walking, because I recorded one before, and it sounded like my necklace is popping, and I got really uncomfortable, because I felt like people were like, why is this girl talking into her iPhone headphones? Anyway, Lit Night in Williamsburg, ooh, if someone wants to murder me, you know where I am now. Basically, super cute date, super good vibes, super great everything. Kimmy goes in the street. I hate when I talk about myself in the third person, but it's a weird-ass habit. I go on the street. Everything's nice. I had a really nice time. Kiss, kiss. I'm so awkward in the first kiss. I weirdly duck out of it sometimes. I've been called in this before. What is wrong with moi? Okay, let's talk more tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Okay. Wow! Can I just say that I hate myself? Sorry, no, that was three up. margaritas deep. Um, you, sound, you actually didn't sound drunk. I don't think you sounded drunk. But I—that was my third try because I had like a necklace and I was talking. And then someone was walking near me on a street. I did like this girl walking alone at night. I thought she thought I was crazy. Like she was getting worried. She was walking quickly away. So I did it three times, basically. That's what. That
1: was okay. It didn't you it truly didn't sound drunk or crazy or okay. scary? Even if you looked all of those. <laughs>
2: Yeah. There's another one where I'm like, I never pee on a first date, and I, like, ruminate on that for a while. Like, oh, my God. Which I don't, I realize. You know I hold my pee. Yeah, same. For Because you know I hate public bathrooms. Yeah, like, same. Yeah. It's... I really avoid it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that sounded good. It did. Super sweet, super cute guy. Like, came to Brooklyn. We went to a nice rooftop. It was, like, one of those randomly, why is it fallen, it's been warm nights. And then, yeah... Sorry, I sound so dejected now because I think and I think I got home and I had an awkward, like, first kiss at the end of the night. Oh, is that our first 51 First Dates kiss? I think it no. is. Oh, no, it's not. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Um, he, like, leaned in. He also got... I got a margarita and I was like, this is not the time of year to be getting one. And then he ended up getting one for the next two drinks, too. Oh, and cute. He was really nice. I will say a weird... Let's talk about the kiss first. It was like, I was just beating myself up because I kind of leaned in, in for his shoulder, too. Like, I just got got awkward, and I was like, oh, God, Kimmy. Um, and again, paranoia. I feel like this theme will already have been discussed from my end because I was just feeling paranoid the whole walk home. Even, I didn't mention it when I recorded that, but just about like, oh, I kissed him weirdly, or I was really in my head on that date, too. But we did connect. He was really nice. We had a lot in common about where we were, from schools our siblings went to and schools we went to. And yeah, he was really sweet. A weird thing happened where this happened on date two as well. Uh, And I'm paranoid about this. I said something he said to me, asked about my parents and what my mom did. And I had to, I think I said my mom was a physical therapist or something weird happened. And then I kind of just like, without crying you know just told him what the deal was and he was very very sweet and asked questions but I know that's not the right thing to have come up on the first date I'm just not sure how to deal with it yet and he was really nice he didn't freak out but I think that's a little important to have mentioned because we had other great conversation um Yeah, I mean... It was just, I don't know what to do about that. And I feel like I'm withholding that and the fact that we're doing a podcast right now, so I get extra weird about going on these dates. Well, I think that if it comes
1: up, you should be honest about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Obviously, it's, like, a little bit of a... Not a little bit. It's a very heavy thing to talk about. But it's also, like, that's what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a thing where, like, if people... If it comes up naturally, like, you shouldn't... Withhold It's, not, it's yeah. not withholding. I mean, you should say whatever you feel comfortable saying, but I don't think you should feel weird or bad about saying it. It's what's going
2: on, you know? like Yeah. Because, like, you, I could have just been like, she was... A, it was just weird saying was, because you could say was, and now doesn't... She didn't really do physical therapy anymore at the end of her life, but it's just weird because, I don't know, I'm just so aware of it. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm hiding two things going in on these dates, too. Like, that I'm doing a podcast, not hiding it, but just feeling nervous... Even if I really like this guy to be like, can I be honest with you? I'm doing a podcast. I'm just ner- Yeah, I'm paranoid. Paranoia. About just like what are what are what's he thinking of me? Like we took the elevator down. This was at a hotel where we were having drinks. And like I was like, oh, he noticed that I don't have a good pedicure because I saw him looking towards my feet. I was just like in my head. Then he gave that weird kiss. So I walked to him being like, I feel like I fucked this up. All of a sudden I opened my phone thinking, like, oh, I almost wanted to, like, make a joke about the awkward kiss, which I wouldn't do, but I was, again, a little buzzed, and I get a text from him that's, like, a paragraph that was just, like, it was so great meeting you, I'm so glad, um, here, I'll read it to you. Eh, no, I won't be able to find it. Just, like, um, sorry for all you have going on, so, blah, 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 it said, I'm glad your hubby let you out for the night, because we had a joke about James Murphy, I know. I know. I showed a friend this text because I was feeling paranoid about, like, what? He sent me this really nice text and then crickets. She was like, are you pretending you have a husband on these dating apps? (laughs) No. I have a picture with the lead of the band LCD Sound System, and it's one of my dating app pics because it's a conversation starter, and he was like, oh. Glad your hubby let you out for the night. We were joking. I don't even remember. Anyway, it was really sweet. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for everything. Yep. And I'm sorry. I'm the most awkward street kisser ever. And he was like, no, no, no. Who isn't an awkward street kisser? I had like a great time. I enjoyed it with like a kissy face emoji. I was like, dude likes me. Dude likes me. That's so cute and nice. I thought so. And I also think like sending a text. Night of. Yeah. Did not hear from him. Send a, we had talked about a particular TV show, I, that or he recommended that I check out, and I texted him when I did, and then nada. Hmm. So he eventually said, listen, I had a really great first date with you, like paragraphs. Um, I don't want to be a jerk, but I don't want to ghost either. I'm just, I don't have a lot of time right now. It, it, it was all normal, yeah. but I got in my head about it. I was like, he Googled me and saw that I write about dating on the internet sometimes. Hmm. Or, and that's dumb. And he, again, was just being nice. And he might have, the night of, been like, I don't... and it, I don't, didn't have a great time, but I'm a nice, polite person. I want to send her a good night text. Yeah. It was just a little confusing. But if you felt those vibes, and he texted you night of... I
1: don't know. I think that's, like... I don't feel like guys take the time to fake that stuff. I thought so. But then also, yeah, it's super weird. It's weird. I mean, it's nice that he didn't ghost you, but Mm -hmm. it's also weird that he would, like, send a whole thing, blah, blah, blah. And also the, like, I don't have time thing is, like... I just don't... That's a weird thing Uh, to say. Yeah,
2: and it's fine. Like, none of us have time. Like, we're New Yorkers. Like, like, we don't have any time. It felt like... And again, this is so me being narcissist or, like, self-involved, and I know I'm not the center of the earth. A million things could have happened. But I was like, is he terrified that I'm going to, like, write about him being a fuckboy or something? Which I've never done about people on the internet. But if he Googled me, things would pop up, and he could just be like, nope. Do guys Google their dates? Women do. I Google everyone I meet. I feel like (laughs) they do because when we we a couple years ago, did a video called The Stalking Dead, where we parodied this Googling your date. Yeah. Bit. And so many guys, I feel like, Responded. reached out and were like, yeah. yep. And so. I guess,
1: my, I mean, obviously, I'm generalizing massively by being like, do guys Google their date? Like, of course, some guys do and some guys don't, just right. like with women. But I would, I would bet, just because men are, like, a little bit more laissez-faire about, like, everything, that, you know, they're, they don't. They don't think. S- <laughs> you, the the negative term for women is like overthinking. I think it's like the correct amount of thinking. I don't know. Not always. Obviously, everyone overthinks things, but I don't think it's bad to like think through things from a lot of angles. But I think men tend to think things through like less, and hence like Google shit less because they just yeah. don't have the same level of like curiosity or about. You know, we have to be afraid of getting murdered all the time, so we gotta be careful. Um,
2: That's very true.
1: But I think that. Uh, yeah if if there's any men listening or like probably more realistically like ladies ask your male friends or boyfriends if they google their dates I'm curious yeah I'm curious too I'll ask Jeff if he ever googled anyone yeah. I feel
2: like he didn't <laughs> uh, but back in the day I my second online date ever I, oh ooh, ooh because I used to promote it, so that's different. I had a link to our website we have a production company we used to make these. Like short, funny videos, and my second online date ever had seen the entire first season of our good old 2013 web series. Oh my god, lol! That's... In which I get choked out, faux because I was acting during sex in a scene. Yeah. So I was like mortified, but this somehow mortifies me more. Yeah, because it feels like we're doing journalism. Because we're like not acting. journal, not journalism. Not journalism. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my articles are not even journalism. <laughs> Just words on a yeah.
1: I mean, I think, do you tell, like, dates, like, you obviously tell them you have, you do video
2: production, blah, 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 Do you also tell them that you write for Elite Daily? I actually did this guy. So he could have just Googled me with the words yeah. Elite Daily. And he seemed like a very smart, like, you know. And maybe, maybe not. Maybe he just, or maybe the mom thing freaked him out. Like, or maybe he just didn't like me that much, and that's the thing. Also, it's, I think we talked about this on an earlier pod, where I just am like, maybe I... It's just about winning because I don't fully, I wasn't feeling like, oh my God. You know, I wasn't having that first yeah. day thing. But this experiment so far on four, only one did I have. We've hung out more than once and did I have like, oh yeah, fun feelings were four. Whereas in the past, when I've like ended something with someone and like tried the apps out again, like every few months it would be or even less I got lucky a bunch of times and found people I spent at least a month with or many many months with and so I'm having a little ego bruising but three out of four didn't want to hang out with me again I mean I think that that's probably not a
1: crazy percentage for, for online dating, especially because the other thing you're doing now that you didn't do before is you're going on dates that you aren't necessarily that psyched on just because you're going on them. Whereas before, like, you were going on dates with people who you found and really liked. You're not going to find someone you really are super into every week. They, that you
2: know? just made me feel better. Okay, yeah. you are right. I've been, I've been trying to go out of my comfort zone. Okay. Yeah,
1: and you've just been trying to go... You're, you're trying to play a numbers game. And, like, with any numbers game, you know... Like, you lose more than, you know what I mean? It, like, we're, it's a, it's weird to say, but I feel like we're almost going for, like, quantity over quality just partially to get you dating. And we're doing that. And, like, what you're seeing is, like, probably what you thought, which is that, like, a lot of these things are not going to go anywhere. There's not going to be a real connection. There's not going to be, like, feels. But it's, and, like, this guy, I mean, like, my guess would be, like, he felt similarly to you. Like, that was really nice. It was a really, it was a really nice date. But, like... If if neither of you were having serious, like, oh, yeah, that was, you know, like, those feels that really, like, make you keep thinking about someone the next day and blah, blah, and all that stuff, he probably did a smart thing by just being like, you know, like, everybody's busy. It's, you know, being, like, living here, like, an open night is, like, a a luxury. Like, it's, you know, I think he he probably was just like, I'm not going to, he didn't want to waste your time. And his time, you know, not like it's a waste, but oh, no. something that is not like you're not so jazzed on. Yeah. Which is the same way
2: you felt, you know? And that's what the whole point of this experiment when it was like my therapist being like, go on 50 dates. Was to start being like, nope, that's not for me. Like, so that it didn't have weight. So I started deciding, no, thank you. Totally. And so you
1: could start to have a better sense of, like, what you're actually looking for, which I think you're learning is, like, you're looking for connection. I mean, that's obvious, but, you know, like, it's one thing to know something in your head and another to be, like, out on dates with people and being like, I don't feel anything. Like, you're nice, but Mm -hmm. I'm not going to think about
2: you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I didn't. Yeah. Um, But he was, like, so nice and great on paper and everything. Yep. Yep. That's real. All right. I feel like you... I feel very self-involved. Like, I've been just, like, using you as my therapist. No, that's fine. But thanks for listening. If I had been talking, this would have been, you
1: know, 40 minutes of complete nonsense because I'm in such a weird mood. But But do you get paranoid even though you're in a relationship? Yes. Yes. Not in my... I mean, the thing that I love about my relationship is... And the reason I knew it was different really early on was that if I'm feeling paranoid, I just ask you know like mm-hmm. if I'm like he's being weird I'm just like are you being weird like what's going on and I like I, I can be like super needy and you know sometimes like we both have moments of being super needy and it can be annoying to both of us at different times like but I'll just be like do you love me are you, do you still love me like are you annoyed with me are you over me like I'll just fucking say that like on a, on a Tuesday afternoon like via text and he'll just be like no Wait, Shut I up. fucking love that.
2: <laughs> I want to do that with friends, too. When I'm just like, are you mad at me?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really nice. And I think it's funny because we both have really similar personalities. And I think that both of us feel, like, intense need for validation. And so we have had to have conversations where we're like, okay, we need to check our neediness sometimes. Because it's, like, detrimental to our overall relationship. You know what I mean? Like, like if... One of us, like we obviously both bring different sets of insecurities to the relationship, but if mm-hmm. one of us, like if that insecurity is just like really big in that period of time for any reason because of work or this or that or you know, like whatever thing is going on, other thing is going on that like highlights that security, insecurity, we'll both like, we'll bring it into the relationship and it can start to be kind of like negative and corrosive if I'm constantly like, I have, a, I have a complex. My big complex is that I'm incredibly annoying because I'm, like, a younger sibling and I got told I was annoying all the time. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm annoying sometimes because I am, but I, I always... he's he's constantly has to be like, if I thought you were annoying, you would be my girlfriend. You know, like... <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. And he's like... And, you know, then I'll be like, yeah, you annoy me sometimes. Like, I annoy you sometimes. Like, we live together. Like, we're gonna fucking annoy each other. And, like... But, like, no, I don't... I don't think you're an annoying human. I think you're superlative. Like, yeah. most annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like... and in my head, like, I am positive I'm annoying. Like, I'm just, like, an annoying person. And, uh... You are not.
2: I've got to interject here. I think you're chill. You're always the cool one. Out of our friendship... I'm annoying. I, well, I could show you our text thread. I, it's me, me, hi, I'm here, oh, hi, hi. That's just because I suck at texting. No. <laughs> I,
1: like, I just text my phone down, wander away. I'm just... I promise no. you're not annoying. I, That's my thought. Thank you. I Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, and the thing is, it's like, of course I am sometimes. I know I annoy you sometimes. It's like, it just, it, everyone annoys everyone some of the time, but... I have this insecurity that it is just like a fundamental part of my personality and I don't actually think that's true. Like I I, I feel more and more like it's just an insecurity and it just is what it is and it's just going to be it's going to flare up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, but yeah, we've had to have these conversations about like Jeff and I've had to have these conversations about checking our paranoia and just being like, you know, maybe before I say like am I annoying am I annoying you? Am I annoying you? Like he'll be like just like maybe don't ask every time you have the thought. And I've had to have that conversation with him because, you know, for him it's other sets of things and whatever. But, like, we've both... I think that, like, the freedom to express all your paranoia is great, but also, like, we've both had to have conversations where we're like, okay, we got to cool it. On, the neuroses you know.
2: are just fucking flying out of all your it's orifices. Every... <laughs> it's just a ball.
1: It's two incredibly neurotic people who just spend a lot of time to- <laughs> Um. Yeah, and it's and like we are we have really similar personalities, which is like great, until it's like not. You know what I mean? Because it's like those similarities can get really like amplified. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Check your paranoia.
2: I like that. Yeah. And, and it's women, helpful. we need to be paranoid totally. to not get murdered, as the wonderful my favorite murder podcast has kind of taught, or reminded. Yeah. Us. Yeah, you can't, you can't be too paranoid, but you also can be too paranoid. Yeah. Like, well, anxiety is thing. real. Yeah, and when you were talking, I mean,
1: obviously, I think it's really safe and smart to always be paranoid about your safety, your physical and emotional safety. Like, if you're like, is this guy, like, does he have an anger problem? Like, I think it's like, yeah. Does this guy, is he, um like, emotionally manipulating me? Like, I, I feel like that's a, a place where a little bit of extra paranoia is smart. Um mm-hmm. but
2: I, I I'm sorry that I just moved you. Mm-hmm, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Gotta keep you know, like keep yourself safe keep yourself physically safe and emotionally. Sure. But then I think the the lower level, the level that's below safety, that's I was thinking about this when you were talking about these dates and like, does he know I write on the internet and not like me? Does is me talking about my mom too much? Is this too mm-hmm, much? Is that too mm-hmm. much? And I think this is a thing I've seen with you dating a lot, where I think you're really, really concerned about, like, what everyone's going to think about you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, obviously, I'm going to say this, and it's, like, it's easy and it's not, but I think you kind of have to say, fuck that. Like, I think it's just, like, they like you or they don't like you. Like, you have to just, like, bring yourself. And if they don't like you, then, like, that's, you know, bye. Like, next. Like, it's, it's, you shouldn't be tailoring anything about how you are, to get people to like you.
2: You're right. I feel like I'm going to cry. I know. You can cry. I know. No. <laughs> Fuck that. No I, feelings. No, we decided it was no going to be No vulnerability. Clearly, I'm ha- struggling with vulnerability. That would be a good theme. But you're, next week. you're fucking right. Yeah, and I could try to be vulnerable about the experiment. But you're fucking right. Oh, it's so like, I think your
1: next date, like, based on this conversation, I think date number five should be, like, you, like, the focus should just be, like, you do you. Like, be yourself. Don't give a fuck. And, again, I know it's easier said than done. But, like, talk about the podcast. Talk about writing on the internet. Be, like, sorry if it's weird. Like, I, yeah. I understand it's weird. You know, just, like, be yourself. Like, yourself is great. You have a ton of friends. You have, like, like people like you, you know? Like, it's, it's, I, I think that the impulse to like be different so that like romantic partners will like you is common in everyone, mm-hmm. and I think that like lots of relationships start with like I'm hiding this stuff about myself. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> they're never gonna figure it out. And then it's you know they do yeah. yeah that's it's like true.
2: it's like the first time you fart around someone. You know whatever it's blah blah. blah. But it's is anyone who has actually known me or who I've dated in any context beyond like just going on dates with knows would have to know all that knew all the things. Yeah. Has to accept that. Yeah. Will still support my right. Still do support my writing. Or, like, you know, nobody. I don't. I think those people will still, like, follow our podcast and stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. And also, like, if they don't fuck them. Yeah, you that's know? true.
2: Like, fuck them.
1: But I think that y- the, the impulse to, like, be a little different to, like, further a romantic relationship is actually, like, way more counterintuitive than. You know what I mean? Like, I think being yourself unapologetically, is the most appealing thing. I'm just really bad at that.
0: I don't think <laughs> you Working are. On
1: it. No, I don't think you are. <laughs> I feel like you have, like, a narrative around yourself that you're bad at it. And you're not because that's who you are around friends. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, I feel like you should be entering these dates as almost like, I'm a human, you're a human, like, we're gonna start a
2: friendship and, like, maybe there will be, maybe. like, touching in it. Yeah. Because that was the point of it being a podcast. Yeah, I'm not opposed to touching. Um... That was yeah, just to be like fuck it. Okay, I just sorry, I just caught a glance of the Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith, political oh, philosophy, and I just God. started to feel really dumb about what we were doing. But fuck that,
1: no. I'm doing it. Yeah, that's no. my boyfriend's bookshelf. On my bookshelf, it's like I can see like a couple Harry Potter books. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel I feel I have a whole shelf of plays from my theater days.
2: Uh, anywho, yeah. well, I'm gonna try to be better. I, yes, yep. Guys, this is we're being such bummers today. But I hope if you've ever felt anxious or paranoid too, you see you've got a friend and me and Yeah. Yeah. And we're all it's gonna fight our it... way out of it. Yeah. So I have a thought too, we actually didn't discuss this, so if you wanted to cut this out and change it. Since no one can see who you're picking out for me, mm-hmm. and it's been kind of difficult, like we'll find one that you like on the podcast together. Basically we were gonna try to have Liza sign in to my apps, but it's we have to figure out how to do that. Yeah, my phone, like, exploded. Yeah, well, we'll figure that out for next week, but for this week, I'm just going to have you, like, what if you just do that off air and we kind of briefly refresh at the beginning of next episode. Yeah, like this because is who I picked, this is why. Then
1: you can just sit with my phone for a while and here's the thing, that the next guy I'm gonna pick is gonna have no connection to business school or business. He's gonna <laughs> be a non business person. Because I yeah, feel like everybody's this. been a business school, dude. I know. And I feel like you need somebody who's like more um and that I can't generalize people who go to business school, but you know, just some somebody different. That's the whole point, is we're trying to broaden horizons. Yeah, so they're
2: all business school or, like, they considered it. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. So no business. Okay, cool. Anti-business. Anti-business. Um. Anti-big
1: Someone things. who works for an NGO or something. Someone who has, like, you know, someone who, uh, like, uses Tom's deodorant.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Well, a lot of those in my really neighborhood work. work. Yeah, that's true. Um. um okay, cool. All right. Well, that great. that's good. Because I just, yeah, I just feel like it's boring. You guys can't see the pictures. Whatever. Yeah. So... I'll pick it out. I'll recap. I'll recap why. Spoiler. The next guy,
1: number five, will not have any connection to business school. Mm-hmm. Um, dope. Should we read a
2: couple worst dates Yeah, the outro? Or Let's do it. Sexy up. So, all right. Do you want to go first? Uh, You know this person, actually. This is someone. This is a friend of the pod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll read this one. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, so she writes. Um, uh, that her name is in this story, so I'm going to give her a fake name. Yeah, let's call her. Let's call her Grace. 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 Great. So Grace writes. Grace writes. I went on a bumble date with a nice-looking man who was amazingly a doctor. When I got to the bar, within an instant, I knew he was gay, though he didn't. Mm. Lost. Thus, and as a certified hypochondriac, I spent the whole night asking him medical questions. <laughs> the night accumulated, and him finally sighing and saying, I'm sorry, Grace, I just don't know where we get the corpses for med school practice. Can we move on to something else? Wow. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Where do they get the corpses for med school practice? I think that's like when people donate, donate their body to oh, science. God. I think okay. it's that.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. Which is kind of badass. I know it is. it's gross, but... No, 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 that's, that's you know, very honorable. Be d- I don't know why that was so hard for me to connect But I love that she asked someone that on a first date. Yeah. I also just... Like, my favorite thing about this
1: is that she got to the date, realized this, and was like, cool... I am going to take back, I'm going to reclaim my time mm-hmm. and make this date useful to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's a move, dude. If you it, get to a date and you're like, oh, this sucks. Like, I know this is not going anywhere. Try networking. If if you're not in the medical profession, yeah. then, yeah. I mean, ask if your medical questions. If it's, like, if,
2: it's an, if it's an accountant, you know, ask your Tax, tax questions. questions. <laughs> like, get it, what you can. Like, <laughs> yeah. What else could it be? I'm trying to think of a fun person I'd love to ask a million questions of.
1: Uh, oh, God, I would love to go on a date with a lawyer because I feel like I have all these legal questions
2: and I never want to pay a lawyer. Yes. I'd like to be on a date with... I want someone to tell me the secrets of, like, the Central Park Zoo or something. Like, I don't know, the zookeeper? Or, like, yeah. or the a
1: garden or a park or something. I oh, want... my God, can I tell you a story? Yes. You may have been there for this. It was somebody's birthday. No, it wasn't. It was, a, like, a old friend from work's birthday party. I went to an old friend from work's birthday party. And I met a guy there. It was when I was single, or like casually dating, you know, an interim that interim mm-hmm. guy. Um, and met this guy, chatted, hit it off. He was really cute. Like we were like vibing, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Asked what he did. No, he's a dolphin trainer <gasps> at SeaWorld. and I was like, what? And he's like, he was really cute about. It. He was like, yeah. Like I was like. And I, I was like, "You're joking. This is a joke. You're fucking joking. This you is not true." Took that job just because you knew you'd always get laid, right? Like, truly. And come him. on. He was like, legitimately a babe, like so nice, whatever. This is a tragedy. This is like possibly like the 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 one that got away for me. So okay. <sighs> blah blah blah. He's a dolphin trainer at Sea SeaWorld in San Diego. So he's there Even for the weekends. Sea World's a little fucked up, right? No, it definitely is. It definitely is. Okay, sorry. But the dolphins, I think, are less okay but it's still fucked up and maybe he doesn't do it anymore I hope he doesn't he seems like that kind of woke boy it was before the Blackfish black documentary okay alright Um, so I didn't know that's a great way to just abdicate all responsibility for myself right <laughs> just be like well, I didn't know I mean, fine how could I, I have known I am yeah. no. right there with you but like he trans so I sat there and I fucking dude I grilled him I asked him questions for like 45 minutes about the dolphins and i was like do they know you but do you have a relationship with them he basically said they're like dogs like they know him they get excited mm. that he has like a different a little bit of a different relationship with all of them they're really sweet they're really loving like they're his buddies like all of so he i think he actually said he's like i've been wanting to go to grad school but i don't want to leave them like
2: oh my so panty dropper he's like, such a babe
1: whatever what Ba-ba-ba. the night's going well I'm in love. He said... He, and he also was like, anytime you're in San Diego, you should come. I'll take you... I'll int- like, I'll take you and in, I'll introduce you to them, that. And blah, blah, blah. am like, the fuck here? We to should, his you should dolphins. be... Dolphins. I know. Oh, this, my... Literally. I can't believe I haven't told you this story. The, literally, the one that got away. So, here's how the night ended. He's... I was going to another friend's birthday. He was like... I was like, what are you up to? Like, do you... You know, are you hanging out here? He was in town visiting a friend, staying with a friend. Mm-hmm. A friend you know. Um... And he was like, uh, oh no, I don't have any plans beyond this. Like I can do whatever. And I was like, awesome. Like I'm going to another friend's birthday party. Like, you know, I think I said like, you know, you're welcome to come. I was, I was kind of drunk, whatever, but I was basically like, hang out here for a second. I'm going to close my tab and go to the bathroom. And then we were in like prospect heights, I think. And I, I was going to Manhattan. So I was like, and then, you know, why don't you come? with me. In my head, I was like, I'm gonna fuck this guy tonight. Like, I was like, I've (laughs) never done that, but I was literally like, you are my man. Um, and he, I was like, basically, I was like, hold tight (laughs) here for a second. Yes. I'm gonna go close my tab and pee and then we can get on the Mm train or mm -hmm. whatever. And I guess I just communicated it badly because I came back... And I couldn't find him. And I was like, oh no. my god, he ghosted me, he left, whatever. And I went to my, our mutual friend, the guy he was staying with, and I was like, where did this guy go? Like, I was like, thought we were going to go to Manhattan together, blah, blah, And he was like, "My our friend, um, it was Derek. He, Derek won't care if I say his name. Derek was like, oh, he left. He thought, he was like really upset because he thought you like blew him off and were trying to shake him loose. Oh, and he like. this is why we and, can't have nice things. And he was like. Derek was, like, he really was, like, feeling it. He, like, told me when you went to the bathroom before, because I I, I guess I'm not scared of public bathrooms. I was peeing a lot. And I was, like, what? Where? Like, text him. Like, where is he? Blah, 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 whatever. And then, you know, Derek tried to call him, and he didn't pick up,
2: because he might have already been on the subway. It was just, like, one of those things where I was, like, no! And in the rom-com version of that, you, would like, you meet each other again sometime yeah. within that night and yeah have babies and I
1: literally and... like I hung out at that bar for another like hour thinking that like he would get back in touch or whatever and I had Derek text him and then Derek I think was like you need to cool it and like Thursday. maybe it's totally possible now that I'm telling this story that like Derek was lying and like he just wasn't feeling it and this guy bounced but I don't think if you were single though I would put out a call on the podcast radio be like I'm the here from San Diego um Except I feel like he's like probably married by now, <laughs> you know. Just like fucking, he was such so dreamy. Um, but I'm also now worried that Derek was being
2: nice and that he just didn't like me and left. No, that's again. No, we were so, see, vibing. No. You know those yeah, things. We were fucking yourself. vibing. It's exactly what you just told me. You yeah, you tr- trust your gut or like. I'm gonna shit's ask. Weird. I'm
1: gonna ask Derek whatever happened. <laughs>
2: You should. And you should. if he's still
1: single, he should come go on a date with you. Oh, we're in L.A. or something. That's not that far from San Diego. Yeah. All right. Should we do another one? We'll sorry, will do that, one was more. A, that was a whole story. We'll do one
2: more. Okay. This is from an anonymous woman. Should we give her woman. a fake name? Does she use her name? Yeah. Let's sorry. call her Sally. <laughs> That's my mom's name. Good name. It oh, is your mom's yeah. name. And I was thinking, like, Sally from Matt. It just sounds yep. young to me. That what We're going to have... Sally I reluctantly agreed to go to dinner with a co-worker who wanted to be more than friends at the time we went to a Spanish tapas place when I arrived he was at the bar and he had a drink in front of him so we sat there while we waited for our table I had a few glasses of sangria don't judge it was a long wait ha 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 no judgment girl yeah plus sangria you're fine yeah I ended up being a little tipsy by the time we sat down the waiter asked us if we wanted a drink while we read over the menu I said yes and ordered one more glass. When the waiter asked him if he would like anything, he declined. I made a joke about him not having a drink, and he told me he didn't drink. The whole time while we waited, he was drinking seltzer, and I thought there was alcohol in it. So here I am drunk on a date with a guy who doesn't drink. We order our meals, share a bunch of tiny plates, definitely overordered. The food arrives, and he asks which ones have dairy in them. I asked why, and he told me he had a dairy allergy. I asked him why he didn't share this information before I ordered, and he just shrugged his shoulders. Needless to say, there were two plate- only two plates he could eat sans dairy, and I had to eat all the rest of the food. To sum it up, I was a drunk piggy—worst date ever. Oh, it's like cute though. Like that's No one cute. was that sounds so bad. No, that's like
1: sweet cute. But I
2: love the accidental
1: getting drunk. Yeah, I mean, I also love those stories that like nothing disastrous has to happen for it to just be like, oh, like we've all yeah. been there where we're like, we are just not in
2: the same. No zone, <laughs> and like yeah, if he had like a seltzer, and it was just like ordering another, another, like yeah. thinking someone, oh, we're on the same page, yeah, like, yeah, totally. A lot of the first
1: date stories we got actually. Are like involve like one person being way 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 drunker than the other, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. And that was one of our first things we talked about when when um <gasps> my first date yeah. number one didn't drink on Sundays or yeah. Mondays, and
2: we were and like, I what? Ordered a sake yeah, and I felt like weird,
1: yeah, alcoholic. But I got everybody. a story from a guy who his first, his worst first date was like a girl who got so drunk, like puked, pat, like, it basically was a thing where he ended up taking care of her the whole night, which he was like, it's not that I was ashamed about that, or, it, or not ashamed, it's not that I was upset about that, it's just that, like, That's a it's a girl I a don't state. know, and I, it was like, she was passed out, and then the next day she, like, had to, like, drive eight hours somewhere or something, and she woke up, and she was like, I'm just gonna stay here, and he basically, like, kicked her out and was like, yeah, no. no, you should leave. You like, need to, okay, you need to read that one. I will, like, we yeah. To just, yeah. Read that one. I know, I basically just totally I should have just read it but but yeah but I feel like it's interesting that this is such a play in these bad stories mm-hmm. is like uneven levels of drunkenness I've had that too on like I'll tell I'll tell my first worst first day story in a later thing
2: but it was yes. a college it was a college thing where basically I, I was that that's yeah yeah and then yeah how about you tell your next time we're gonna do your worst first day because we should all have right. done that already yeah. okay so um, we should wrap it up Cool. But
1: so next week is our theme going to be vulnerability? Should Again, yeah, that? let's do let's vulnerability.
2: Do um, we might have a fun guest on. We'll let you know real soon. Yes. In the meantime, if you're having fun, whoa, ugh, I just hate myself today. No, nope. having fun listening to the pod. Like if you if you want to shout out to us or send us your worst first date or best first date ever, because that's kind of fun too. Um, it's five one first dates pod at gmail.com or you can follow us at five one first dates pod on instagram see your facebook group is really fun you should join that because it's secret so it's a really good place to share juicy dates and then we're on twitter we're on facebook everything is five one first dates pod uh subscribe rate review so that this experiment isn't for naught please <laughs> that would make us feel really special um Great! Yeah, and
1: tune in next week and go on a date.
2: Go on
1: a date! Bye, guys! Bye! Mixing and producing for 51 First Dates is by Anthony from 5 Ohm. Check out more information from 5 Ohm by going to 5ohm.com. That's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M.